0: We just got done talking to Dana Smith. He's the Carnegie wrestling coach and teacher, positive coaching alliance trainer. And this was his second time on the combine. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think we said almost exactly a year ago, really. I mean, within a couple of days. Yeah. It wasn't even planned that way. It just happened to be, you know, I say, Hey, we'd love to have you back on. And then I I looked back trying to kind of get an idea of what we talked to him about last time and then realized, Oh, it's almost exactly a year from now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but great stuff as always, Um, just different perspective now, just because a year has passed and obviously everyone knows pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Um, So it was good to get his perspective on just distance teaching and just what it's like to be a coach right now with all the craziness going on. So um, different conversation, really, you know, good stuff still, but um, it was good to talk to him about all that. And he just always has some great things to say and um, keeps our attention for sure, because you know... Josh and I, well, maybe not Josh, more so me. I have a short attention span. So you could tell he's a teacher because he's used to keeping people focused, you know? So I yeah. thought it was great. It was a good conversation.
1: He knows who he's dealing with. He's been on this show yeah. before and he, he listens um, to almost all of our episodes too. So he definitely knows the person yeah. He's like, I've got I've to gotta basically, uh, <laughs> like you said, keep their attention because, you know, I, I point out something that looks like a dinosaur in his background in the middle of the episode. So uh-huh. he knows what he's working with.
0: It, so he, did, he did a great job. Now that I think about it, it was almost like he was dealing with his students. You're pointing out a dinosaur in the background and then I'm trying to see, <laughs> like, you guys will hear it in the episode. It's really, oh, I feel so bad now. Yeah, Sorry, full, to coach.
1: Full grown students <laughs> is basically what yeah. we are. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, no, Dana is awesome. And yeah, he says really interesting things. Um, you know, obviously you'll hear about this, but he, he made kind of a comparison about how you, you know, how you're coming back into the full, like when things get back to normal, how it's going to, what it's going to be like for students to get back into the rhythm and and the flow of things. And he worded it in a way that I had not heard before. Cause like I said, in the episode, we typically talk about what it's like for students and athletes right now and what they're dealing with right now. But he was talking about, you got to think about how it's going to be when we go back it's a whole nother set of challenges potentially so um that just really stuck out to me that's probably gonna be the soundbite that we use for this episode because i think it was really good but um yeah all that to say is he's a pro he's a pro for sure and he's got a lot of great things to say and so definitely make sure you're taking notes on this one because um good one you need to yep
0: all, all right. right cool Here's, uh coach smith all right see you now
2: it is time now it is time ladies and gentlemen welcome to character combine character combine Coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear
1: decades later and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life. In their life, in their life. Get, this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto,
0: And I am Deb McCollum. And with us, we have a returner, um, none other than the Dana Smith he's a wrestling coach middle school teacher and positive coaching alliance trainer Dana coach how's it going thanks for being here
2: what's up coach uh, I gotta let you know it's it's pretty good but I am still um, I'm still in recovery from my my first round upset from the guest of the year tournament (laughs) you know I I had my eyes on Justin Sua in the semifinals and I got ahead of myself (laughs) you know started looking ahead and you, you can't overlook a Victor Rodriguez it'll it'll come back to break your heart you know. It's it's but very <laughs> true. It's very very Every, true. That's awesome.
0: Everyone got so passionate about that bracket, like oh, I'm it was,
2: just, yeah. You see it right now as a coach. and like, oh my god, competition! Yeah. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. Let's do this, yeah. man. Everybody
2: exactly. had that same. It was fun. Same
1: feeling. No, I'm glad you said that too because um, I think on one of our previous podcasts, I kind of used you as an example. You and Victor. Because we, you know, we do that kind of thing and you don't know, okay, are people going to take this seriously? Are they going to take it too seriously? Are they going to have fun with it? Are they going to think it's stupid? And then uh, when I first posted it, the first interaction I saw was you, you know, you tweeted it saying, hey, I'm in this competition. And then immediately, and I should have known, Victor's like, hey, don't listen to anything this man says, Victor 2020. And uh, I'm like, oh, perfect. And then when your response was awesome, I'm like, okay, perfect. That gave me hope that this was gonna be a fun thing. And and sure enough, it was. So uh, we definitely appreciate you guys running with it and, and having a good time with it.
2: Yeah. Well, I, you know, the people that you have on
1: are, are good people. So I
2: think they're going to yeah. take it the right way, you know?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, you were, what was it? This, the third most downloaded episode of 2020. So <laughs> You know, wow. you have that over Victor. So if you want to, well, you know, you, know nice. you give enough extra credit to middle school kids, they'll download anything. <laughs>
0: oh hey, my God.
1: That, kind of, that was kind of the theme for uh, Daniel Thomas, the winner too. He said, Hey, I was threatening, you know, like two or three minute planks and push ups." So you know, yeah. it's competition, whatever you got to do. Right. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, well, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Dad, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say he's back for redemption. He's got some yeah. new strategies to threaten his kids to vote that's for right. him. So he's ready. <laughs> I got
1: to throw down some good stuff today. That's for sure. That's right. We'll get you back in the tournament again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was crazy. I didn't, I didn't even plan for this, but I kind of went back to the previous episode just to kind of remind myself a little bit of what we talked about. And w- without even thinking, this is almost exactly a year from when we did the first one. I think it was like February. No, I think we posted Yeah, I think it, it was, was like the course. first week of February. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, it's oh, almost a year exactly. <laughs> perfect, and you you were crazy enough to return. I don't know why. No, love it. I love it. <laughs> so well, coach. As you know, yeah. uh, we like to start off our guests with some warm up questions. So I hope you're ready. I'm ready. All right, let's do you're it. If not, I'll make it ready, up. Ready, that's that's even better
0: <laughs> been there. Hey, all right, coach. Um, so the first question is kind of silly, but well, I mean, I guess they're all silly. But so if you if you could either be like a flight animal, like a bird. Or like a sea animal, you know, like some type of you know fish or what have you. Which one would you be, and why?
2: Oh, you know what? That's that's a hard one. I think last time you asked me a an animal question, I said I would be a dolphin. Oh, but it sounds right I don't here.
0: know. F- good f- flying night. gives you a
2: lot of freedom because I think I'd be a, right. f- some kind of flying animal because you can go anywhere flying. You know, it's
0: right. a good point. Land
2: that. in the ocean, float there for a while, but you can go anywhere. If you're a sea creature. You're limited to do. Although the sea is very big, right? You're still limited. So.
0: Right. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. So is the consensus that you'd be a bird this time?
2: Yeah, I'd be a bird, a dolphin bird. Okay.
1: (laughs) There you go. I heard somebody I heard somebody say something about the ocean that was really interesting. They're like, you know, obviously you have people playing in it and and doing all that, but when you like watch, you know, Discovery Channel and you see how much is actually below the ocean and how deep it is and how wide. It's kind of a creepy thing when you think about it. Like if you go snorkeling in Hawaii, it's like you have no idea what's down there, but we're just out there playing with a beach ball and having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like to think about that one. I mean, I love the
2: ocean, but I don't like to think about that. I was was floating on a little, like, you know, one of those $1.50 target inner tubes in Mexico and all of a sudden looked down and there was like a hundred fish right underneath me. And at first it kind of freaked me out, but then I was like, okay, they're just fish. It's not a big deal. It's not a hundred sharks. It's, <laughs> but yeah, it kind yeah. of all of a sudden you realize, oh wait, there are other critters in here with me. I'm not just floating out here by myself.
1: Yeah. It's, it's creepy. So that's all right. We'll move yeah. on. Next question, Deb. <laughs> <Moving on.
0: laughs> Sorry about Next the tangents. Oh no. Uh,
1: you know how goes coach. This is what we do. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're all about tangents. Um, <laughs> so, okay. I want to know what is something, here's the next question, what is something you've learned about yourself during this pandemic, but can you, in five words or less, can you think of something like a short sentence or just in a few words, something that you've learned about yourself during this pandemic?
2: Just stay focused on personal growth. Oh. That was good.
0: That's like exactly five words. Did I count right? (laughs) I'm
2: close. I can't count it at all. So that's fine. I'm like, I know I can't count it that fast without putting my fingers up in the camera.
0: That is awesome. That was really good.
2: You know, I, I really, you think about it, this is like, I don't know, but when we go back to a hybrid at some point, it'll be like our fourth different mode of teaching in a year. Um, and I think you just, you were either going to kind of fold up your tent and try to take the easy way out or start learning. And I just decided early on, I'm going to start learning. And I, I didn't even, a year ago, did we even know what Zoom was? No. I, I didn't uh, know what Zoom yeah, was a no. year ago. No, not yeah. me. And now I, I don't yeah. want to know what it is right. anymore. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But that you know what? You, don't, you, you okay. don't have a choice. You, gotta, you have to grow. You have to, especially when you're working with kids, you don't you have to have a choice. You got to focus on your own personal growth to be able to serve them well. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's a great answer. Excellent. Love it.
0: Awesome. Love it. And then the third mm-hmm. question, um, we have to revisit this. Um, did we, uh, <laughs> did we, <laughs> we have, we asked you about your life song last time, right? Yeah, we did. Okay. So uh-huh. I'm going to ask again. So do you have since last year, do you have a new life song? What is it? Or do you have like an additional life song that you can think of?
2: It is. This is really funny that you're asking this. Cause I actually, um, I think last time I said, um, it was a Hamilton song, right? I believe. Yes. Yep. And I just oh, watched yeah. Hamilton the other day and I was thinking about answering that question and thinking, you know, I would answer it with a different Hamilton song now and the idea of wait for it because we're mm-hmm. waiting for a lot of things in our life right now, right. Right. Um, but we know it's going to get better. So right now in life, it's like, wait for it. It's it's going to get better. So I'm willing to wait for it and, and make it happen in the right way. Nice. nice. There we
1: awesome. go.
0: Made well, the easy. Well, he's, I was going to say, I know, right? Well, he's yeah. a pro at it. So <laughs> yeah there you go there you go good job awesome <laughs> all good um,
1: so I know well you know speaking of being a pro at it too is like coach you have your own podcast so do you feel like that gave you <laughs> did that give you a little bit of a not a heads up um, what, what, what am I looking for like a, uh, an advantage over maybe other teachers that had to jump into the zoom thing for the first time you were kind of used um, to the technology right
2: You know, what's funny is I think a little bit the other way and using Zoom to teach, it was like, oh, you know what? We can actually still do the podcast because it would be, you know, Garrett and I sitting at my table doing it, basically. But then we realized there was a way to, like, pull these guests in on Zoom. So it really added to what we were able to do. We've. And you know, I love the idea of social media and how you can meet people. And we ended up connecting with two guys who went through the same master's program we did before us. They graduated like a year before us. So we ended up bringing them in and interviewing them about the program and coaching. And and then somebody else has taken over the program since we were there. And we got, I got in touch with him through Twitter and he came on and we interviewed him. So I think almost the other way around that it brought a different part into us being able to kind of continue on with the the podcast and and branched out into some other stuff on what our original intent and what our intent will be when we return to actual wrestling. But I think the it was kind of the other way around the the teaching part of what we had to do added and
1: opened up the possibility to keep doing the podcast. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. that's something that Deb's mentioned a couple of times um, on recent podcasts. Is that for us too? It's like we would. I mean, if if you said tomorrow that we can go back into do doing you know, in-person interviews, like I would be there for sure if it was safe and all of that. But Deb's talked about how this has really opened up a lot of opportunities for us to talk to people that we probably wouldn't have, you know, attempted to, because we would have just been so focused on, you know, people here locally, but we got, you know, connected with Justin Sua and some of these pe- Mark Munoz, people are out of town for that same, you know, because yeah. of the same reason. So um, in, you know, in a weird way, it has benefited us, even though it's a, you know, kind of a rough situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. but then that goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's like, are you gonna figure out a way to run with it or are you gonna, you know, fold up your tent and there there's a way to do it and mm. you just gotta figure it out. Yeah.
0: Hey coach, speaking of figuring it out, so Uh-oh. from a teacher to teacher, how yeah. are you doing with distance learning?
2: Um, I you know, it's not I don't like it. It is what it is, you know, and I'm I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm actually working from my classroom. I just kind of mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't let us do that in the spring, but we weren't, we were only like having to be, we weren't even on live with the kids. We were just putting lessons out every week. Um, I just kind of decided when we started in the fall, like I need some normalcy to this. And my normal is my classroom. I've been in my room for over 20 years and it is amazing how much stuff I've thrown away and how much I've like revamped my room, but I just needed some normalcy. I needed some separation from home and work. I do staff meetings and stuff at home, but Um, it's, it's hard, you know, you know, the kids are struggling, you know, they're suffering, but I have to tell you the thing I miss the most, I miss practice. I really miss wrestling practice. And it's just that end of the day, no matter what happened the rest of the day, it's like I had practice at the end and it was always a good part of the day. And it's really where the relationships form and the values and the, you know, the character and the teaching part of it. I just, I really miss going to practice every day. You know, I, I would, I remember last year when we did this, I basically like got dressed in my wrestling room and came out to do a podcast with you guys. And just, yeah. th- you missed that part of it, you know, that yeah. working with the kids every day and seeing them every day and mm-hmm. having them right there in front of you is so much different than, you know, begging them to turn a camera on. And, and I get it, you know, they're 13, 14 years old. I totally get it. Um, but I will keep pushing them and, and keep doing it. But Yeah. I miss the kids. I really miss practice and, and, you know, the kids in my classroom sitting in front of me.
0: Yeah, I totally get it. It's I mean, it's all about, you know, the face to face interaction. Like, yeah, we can see them on zoom here if they turn their camera on. Right. But it's like so different, like with my kids, like, Uh, Like they're all muted. Right. Um, And, you know, I tell them and I, there are, I do have assignments to where they have to unmute and physically say an answer out loud, or some Uh of them will willingly unmute and just talk to me and just say something kind of banter. I like to get them, you know, just laughing or whatever, but it's still weird. I tell them all the time. I'm like, you guys, I feel like I'm a radio talk show host. Talking to you like no one like I'll just, I'll vent to them and I'm sure they're tired of it. They're like, yes, yeah, it's yeah. I get it, Mr. them You like want us to be in front of you. We get it. But like yeah. it's just, it's so <laughs> even for us, yeah. Like you said, it's so different, and I I feel so bad for them that they aren't able to socialize the way kids are supposed to socialize, and that's what they're right. supposed to learn. I mean, everyone's it, yeah, it's that's rough right now for them, it,
2: you know, and especially kids that are are introverts. Um, yeah you can pull them out when they're in front of you. You can make yeah. some kind of connection and yeah. you just don't get to that point with them now. Cause mm-hmm. they're not going to turn that camera on. They're not going to unmute right. themselves and ask a question. They're just, they're not, you know? And yeah. yeah, it's a struggle. I feel, I feel really bad for them. We have a, a group of seniors that, um, uh, in our wrestling program that they've been together since they were a little kids club and they are, very good. I mean, when they were with me, we won everything. Their, their their eighth grade year, we didn't. We won every tournament we went to. We were they were just great, and they were so much fun. And their parents are so much fun. And they're losing their senior season. You know, it's yeah. it's just sad when you think about that stuff. It's yeah. they looked forward to that senior season of being together and and just mm-hmm. being at Bella Vista and. It's tough. It's tough. I feel for them. You know, I can say, yeah, it's hard on us as adults, Mm -hmm. but we're adults, you know, and we can figure out a way to deal with it. Um, but they're, they're just figuring themselves out much less something that's a struggle like this. So
1: I feel Mm -hmm. bad for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, especially, especially I always felt like the age that you teach, which is middle school is such a important age because it's, I forgot somebody worded it where, um, they're, you know, they're, they're just right out of elementary school. So they still have a little bit of that side of them trying to figure things out, but they're also growing up and they're getting ready to enter high school. So they're there's that more mature stage. It's like right over the, over the mountain. And it's just a weird age. So I feel like, like everything you're saying would be incredibly difficult for a middle schooler to try to figure out when they're in the midst of trying to figure themselves out. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's where some of the, the um, reluctance
2: to turn on the cameras, it's like, I'm being judged. My bedrooms being judged, wherever I'm working is being judged. And, you know, we, in our district, we are not allowed to make them turn their cameras on. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit harder, but I do these little Friday videos where I talk about what's due next week. And, um, I've been really on there about, look, I'd really like to see your faces. I want to know who you are when you get here. Cause eventually you're going to be here. And I keep kind of pushing that, that try to be positive. Like we're coming back. We're going to be back at some point. Um, and they're starting to pop on here and there. And it's getting to be a little bit more, some of the you know, kids I've joked around with a little bit more. But they really like to communicate with me over, um, we have a thing called Go Guardian where I can see their screens on their computer while they're working. Oh, and they'll, yeah. they'll chat with me on there because they know no one else can see it but me. So they'll chat with me and they'll ask me questions more on there, um, which is fine. Any connection I can make. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It's, it's definitely a struggle. And they're going to they're gonna struggle when they come back you know, it's going to be all sudden, how do I act around my friends again? You know, maybe they're around one or two here and there, but they're not around a group of them. You know, it's going to be, yeah. that's going to be a struggle too.
0: That's right.
1: interesting. I don't, th- I don't think we've ever had anybody, uh, mention that on here. It's usually, you know, what they're currently dealing with. But that's a great point. I had never really thought about the fact that once things get back to a place of, you know, yeah. a little bit more normal, then it is going to be another huge adjustment because they've been doing this for so long. You, and, you know, I really thought about this, um, was it your last episode you
2: did with Jessica, Jessica Scott? Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Yep.
2: And I was thinking about her talking about, um, you know, when she was diagnosed with diabetes and it's, it's just like when we have athletes return from injury and there's, there's multiple parts to that, you know, there's the social aspect of it of being with their teammates. Mm-hmm. There's the physical aspect of it, of actually recovering from the injury. There's yeah. the emotional part of it where there's a lot of times some depression there, some withdrawal there. And that mental part of just getting in some mental reps of of what you can do, because really your muscle memory doesn't know the difference between a mental rep and a physical rep. You don't build muscle off of it, but going through mental reps and visualization does that. And it's almost the way we're going to have to approach the kids, especially when they come back to sport. Like, how do we interact as teammates? What's the social part of that? Mm -hmm. Physically, you can't just start running them like you would at the beginning of a normal season because they've been sitting around not doing a whole lot for the most part, right? So the physical part's going to be different. Right. Just almost having them do some of those mental reps and that visualization, because you can't work them quite as hard at the beginning, you know, and, and that emotional part, obviously, there's going to be some kids are going to handle it better than others. And we're going to have to deal with that. So I just really started thinking it's just like when a single athlete comes back from an injury, but you're dealing with a whole bunch of them. And how, how are we going to approach that? And think about it differently, right? Think outside the box a little bit and how we're going to deal with a team or a class or, you know, a group of kids that we're dealing with.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Just like Josh said, I don't think anyone has ever approached the whole going, like, how is it going to be like going back? I didn't think about the like. I'm thinking about the mental side of how it's changing our kids now, but I didn't think about how when we come back, just having to, the mental side is still going to have to be fixed or focused or shifted or something because yeah, we're, we're approaching a year for this pandemic. And I, we haven't, right. We haven't physically had kids in front of us since last March, March of 2020, January, end of January, actually 2021. And so if you think, and I mean, look at when, yeah. we, when are we
2: really going to get back? It's probably going to be pretty close to a year by the time we walk back into a classroom full yeah. on. I, in our district anyway, between when they say we can go back in the waiting period or even we're talking about a vaccine, that's a month, right, okay. until we get two doses. So right. we're going to be pretty close to a year and it's going to be, they're not going to hit the ground running. They're, it's no. going to take some time and we're going to all have to be aware of that. As excited as we're going to be to get back in there and do it, we have to remember okay. who's coming in that we're doing that those activities with and kind of focus on helping them get back to a normal pace again.
1: Yeah, that's, right. man, that's really interesting. I'm just sorry. I was over here taking notes, which I don't usually get to do when we're in studio. I could, <laughs> I, I never, I'm never prepared, <laughs> that prepared. But uh, yeah, I think comparing that to an injury or rehabbing from an injury or, you know, what that would look like. And it's kind of, it is kind of the same thing. I've never thought mm-hmm. about that way, but it is kind of the same thing where you're, like you said, gradually it's like, okay, we're going to build up your strength. We're still going to try to get it from point A to point B, but the way we do it now is going to be a little bit different, um, which is just crazy to think about it that way. But it's probably the best way to look at it for sure. Yeah. Um, I think so, all this, too, has shown, shown
2: just how flexible teachers are and how I yeah. think teachers are amazing. I just, yeah, you know, I, um, we did an activity at our last staff meeting and I ended up with a breakout group with great people, but they, I just don't normally, um, not connect, but I don't come into contact with them at school. Our schedules don't run where we would meet. And, you know, we were talking about different ways of getting kids engaged. And I think the best part about it was we all realized that we're all experiencing the same thing. And this is really hard. And it's really easy as a teacher. You're isolated to feel like I'm not doing a good job here. I can't get the, But we're all dealing with the same thing. It's it was same story after story of really working with the kids. But what what people have dug in and learned how to do technology wise and how to get kids to do things. It's just amazing. And just. I'm always amazed by teachers, you know, whatever gets thrown in front of them, they deal with it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, it's great. Well, that's why we always, we try to, when we talk on this podcast, we try to really speak um, to coaches, teachers, and parents, because I feel, and athletes obviously, but I feel like uh, coaches, teachers, and parents, and some people are doing all three. um, Those are such important jobs. And all of them, in, in my opinion, I think in Deb's opinion as well, and I'm sure you too, Coach Smith, they all kind of work together for the betterment of, the kids or the athletes right Right. if you can have a situation where you have a great great set of parents you have a great teachers in that kid's life and a great coach it's kind of like that trifecta and that kid can't go anywhere without having some kind of positive you know vibe sent their way which is cool um right so we completely agree we try to you know we try to show love to teachers as much as possible because it is a really important important job yeah
0: yeah. Just even just me just getting with my, you know, my staff or my department, at least I'm like you. So we, 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 well, I was going to school, like in our office, like our PE offices from August up until Thanksgiving. And then from Thanksgiving break until now I've been working from home, but just to have that camaraderie and to be together as a department, because there's, we have, a, there's a big department of us at Sheldon for PE and we totally rely on each other and just everyone has all these great ideas of what we can do. How do we make this work? How did you do this? How do we like, we really like, I was impressed. I was like, we rock, honestly. <laughs> and you know, I think
2: PE departments are great at that because you have to be, you, you share everything. It's yeah. not like I can go into my room. I don't share my room with anybody else. I don't have another history teacher saying I get this half of the room today. You get that half, you know, you get the whiteboard markers. I get the eraser. You guys, you have to figure out how to do units together and rotate around each other. And I've, I've always been amazed how PE departments come together and do that.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and I think we just, we think of each other as a team as well, you know, just as a coach, like you can understand that, Um, you know, I mean, not only, and so not only, you know, do I feel like teachers, teachers are resilient, but I try to tell my kids, I try to tell them on a weekly basis and teach them the word resilient. I try to say, you guys know that you're resilient, right? And they'll just look at me. I'm like, no, like you're on here. You're logged on. You're doing it. You're here. You're, you know, you're paying attention for the most part. I, you know, I joke with them. <laughs> and if I see you looking down at your phone, there's nothing I can do about that, whatever. But as long as you hear me. And so just to give them the empowerment that like, yeah, I am adjusting as well, I think is super important too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They, they need to know that somebody's seeing that they're, they're functioning and they're doing the best they can. And that's absolutely. what we do every day when we're in front of them. That's easy when right. you're in front of them. It's yeah. not as easy now. so it's something you really have to focus on. I, wow. I actually have just taken my positive coaching alliance stuff and really focused on it with the kids on. I just want your best effort every day. It mm-hmm. may not be the same Tuesday as it is on Thursday, but give me whatever your best effort that is. have a good attitude towards learning. And if you blow it, you make a mistake, bounce back from it. Don't fold, you know, come back from it somehow. And if we can just keep doing that, then you'll be successful
1: and you'll come out of this really well on the other end. So. Yeah, Yeah. that's incredible. That's amazing. Um, You know, something we were to be honest with you, Coach, we couldn't remember. We obviously we know you coach wrestling, but Deb and I were talking before. It's like, what does Coach Smith teach? And so I'm glad you said (laughs) history. And that's got to be a weird subject to teach right now,
0: because we're living in
1: the middle of something that's going to be. I mean, it is historic, but down years down the road, people are going to look back as you're teaching your kids about you know things that happened 50 years ago. 50 years from now, someone's gonna be teaching people about what's going on right now, which is a wild thing right. to think about. So how has that been? Um,
2: you know, I, I've talked about this with, the, with my principal and some of the people that, in my department too, of just the difference of teaching US history now from 15 years ago. And some of the stuff we did 15 years ago, you'd really be kind of sticking your neck out to do it now in the response you would get from community members, right? Sure. Sure. Um, it's just, it's, it's more delicate to teach now. It's mm-hmm. I am kind of at the point of my teaching in my career. It's like, if, if you want to come at me with something, then go ahead. Cause I can explain why I'm doing it and why it's important. Right. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case. If you're a younger teacher, that's really intimidating to try to throw that out there. Sure. We actually had a teacher get a, a nasty email from somebody in the community. Um, just asking yearbook questions about the election. N- no tilt to the question at all. And yeah. it wasn't even apparent in our, at our school, we couldn't yeah. find the name anywhere in the system or anything. So anything you do, is just that understanding of, you know what, you're going to get, you're going to get some feedback, so sure. to speak. So, sure. you know, and just take that time to examine it before you're doing it and make sure you're not putting your own spin on things, sure. which you should always do it a teacher as a teacher, you know, um, just know you're doing the right thing and be able to back it up because you know, I I would have to say in our district, we just have, we have great administrators that really back up teachers. I mean, that's awesome. If you mess up, you're going to hear about it, but <laughs> if you're doing the right thing for kids, they're going to have your back. And that's, yeah. you know, that makes it easier.
1: Sure. Sure. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I
0: agree.
1: well, I mean, going back to, you know, you being obviously a, a positive coaching Alliance trainer, um, like how it's another thing I miss. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I and mean, that's got to be difficult not doing that part of you know that part of your life. But then, it's also got to be challenging. I mean, this is really putting that that the positive part of positive coaching to the test, right? So, how have you been able to stay positive and then be that example for your athletes during this time? You know, um, it's kind of the point of
2: I love the phrase "control the controllable," right? Um, I can use my voice and my ideas to try to get us back to the best situation as possible when we get there, but I'm not making the call of when we go back. That's not in my control, Mm -hmm. but I do have control over thinking outside the box and coming up with ideas like there's no reason why we can't do summer camps to try to keep, you know, if if we get cleared to do things, wrestling is going to be a tough one. It's, it's the highest level to try to get cleared, but we can plan. If our plans don't come true, we still had a plan in case, Something good happens, right? Keep the social media going. I've been posting old pictures from Time Hop that pop up on my on my app. And yeah. I actually had the girl that I posted with her hand raised the other day at our outdoor match a few years ago. She actually responded, oh no. <laughs> like her <laughs> old, you know, she's in college now, and that's a picture from eighth grade. So she's like, oh no. But keeping them connected somehow, yeah. you know, Garrett and I are still trying to do the podcast every few months yeah. um, and keep that going out to our community. I started, uh, we use Google Classroom in San Juan. So I started one up for my wrestling team and I'll post, um, you know what I actually post and I post them on a staff one that I too are the Justin Sua podcasts. Oh, nice. A lot of really good messages there for kids, yeah. you know, pick out the right ones and, and really um, short, I'll post too. those kinds of things or little articles or videos and just somehow stay connected there and try to keep it positive in that message. Like this isn't permanent. At some point, we're going to get back to you know some sort of normal so let's keep as much of that as we possibly can and that's again another you know social media has a lot of bad parts about it sure. um but if you use it the right way and you focus on the positive things it's it's a really good thing and i think we can use that yeah. to keep keep them connected and try to keep that positive aspect of things going
0: yeah exactly and so when you just said about wrestling being you know the hardest sport to clear like just because it's such obviously like the most contact sport yeah. Um, what, and you're talking about, you know, using social media as a positive, um, um, what are you doing with your athletes or, or with, you know, wrestling athletes right now in terms of like what you guys can do, or like, are you just sending out like messages to them to do workouts? Are they working out on their own? Like what kind of communication are you trying to, to do? Yeah, I've,
2: I've posted some workout stuff. It was really this was a, a bummer part of this year. I, we got cleared to be able to do some cohort workouts, right. In small groups, yeah. had it all set to where I could do it in a room and keep the airflow going. And we had to have um, somebody come in and see what we were doing. Like I was going to be that person for the middle school coaches, but I had Ron Barney's our high school person. So he came in and did the walkthrough with me. Yeah. And literally two days before I was going to start it up, we went into purple and yeah. I just did not feel comfortable with doing it while we were in purple and things were getting that bad. So Right. I was two days away and super excited of getting the kids in again, and and uh, and that you know what that's the other part of a call as a coach right now. It's and it's hard. There's so many different messages out there, but I I know we need that social aspect and that mental and emotional part. But when are we risking their health and our health, honestly, to to make that happen? And that's that's a really tough call right now. And it's just I think it's getting more confusing, not less confusing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. It's really tough.
0: Yeah, it's rough right now. <laughs> Earlier, Josh and I were texting each other talking about, you know, just what's going on with the sports right now with just and I, I told him, I said, I honestly don't know what's going on. Like it goes back and forth. We're in this tier. We're in that tier and I'm waiting for an email from my athletic director because we got word about something. And I, and she literally sent out an email saying, I'm not sure what this means, but I'll get back to you guys. (laughs) Yeah. I I know quite
2: a few of our our football programs in our district have been doing workouts. Like they had started already and were rolling and really kind of got a feel for it. I don't know how they're doing now that it's getting cold and rainy outside, but um, did you just see there was a cross country meet up in El Dorado Hills on Monday? First sporting event that's happened since the shutdown. Wow. Say, oh, there's yeah. there's things starting to happen, right. and basically for middle schools in our district, we're just following what CIF is is doing. To right. Keep sure. it consistent. Sure. Um, but there are a few sports like cross country and track, right. um, and a couple others that are in that area where you can open once you're. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I think, can even open in purple. I think like yeah. cross country can, but that's easy Small to keep people contacts. separated. Right. Yeah. And then right. some of the the sports are in red, and then some are orange, and you know, like wrestling and competitive cheerleading and basketball we basically have to be back to normal to to start those up again
0: right yeah Yeah, it's crazy it's just
2: but anything they can get going to get kids going again is great And i think that that approach to those tiers and what sports have the most contact i think it's a Mm -hmm. logical way to go i know there's some different opinions on that but it seems logical to me And i'm not an epidemiologist so
0: yeah
1: (laughs) right i'll go with what they say right Right. yeah it's been it's been interesting recently too because i know in around the sacramento area and i'm sure all over california you've had this uh let us play um Mm -hmm. uh i guess rally if you will Uh, i think there's i think there's even one coming up this week or this weekend so yeah
2: i think there's one this weekend
1: yeah it's uh so it's been interesting too seeing you know because i mean I'm, i'm actually surprised that i we haven't seen something like this a little sooner um and maybe 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 they have been doing things like this, and we just haven't been aware of it. But um, I don't know. Have you have you heard anything about the response to the, the, to that?
2: The biggest thing I've heard going on is, um, well, that just because I see it posted a lot through Orangeville Live and right. and that group posting stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. But there's a group called the West Coach West Coast Coaches Alliance. Okay, they could have made that easier to say, L- L- but Western Co- yeah. Coaches Alliance, <laughs> and they're <laughs> they're really kind of taking that approach of meeting with assemblymen and and legislators in their states. It's Washington, Oregon, California. So I think they're, and they're that that's a great way to do it. You know, meet with people that have some impact and know what's going on and make your case. And and I think they're, I think a lot of what's come up and some of the changes that have happened has come through that push. And I, I, I feel like they'll they'll be knowledgeable enough to be able to help us do things the right way. So that group of coaches is doing a great job.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely, hopefully we just continue to keep seeing, you know, the positive change and and moving in the right direction because yeah, it's just, it's brutal. I mean, we could just, we could spend the whole podcast just continuously saying how, how difficult and challenging it is for everybody. But I mean, the reality is that's just where we're at right now. Yeah. Did, and did
2: anybody think when this all started that this is where we'd be a year later? I honestly thought we'll get back for the last couple of weeks. We'll finish the school year. Yep. Yep.
0: Coach. I know we're going to finish
2: this school year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Seriously. Coach, I've said, I think I've said this. I don't know, maybe on the podcast or off the podcast, I don't know, but maybe on the podcast, at, blah, 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 blah. no, I can't talk, sorry, <laughs> it's I got past my bedtime, Josh knows this, I mean, I get tired around this time.
1: Yeah,
2: we're teachers,
1: this I, is way past, I know. I know, we, we recorded like, like, like was it two weeks, two weeks ago or last week, we got a little bit of a late start, so we recorded at, I think, almost nine o'clock, and yeah, I don't know if anybody knew what we were talking about at that point, got a little bit, uh, <laughs>
2: yes. got a little bit loopy. <laughs> I I have to ask you this, because this is an experience that Garrett and I have whenever we finish one. We're always so amped up. We just Mm -hmm. like can't, we get done and we can't stop talking to each other. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got to go. This is, (laughs) I don't know, it's the adrenaline pumping or something. It's definitely different sides of it from when you're hosting and when you're guesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Usually our guests are like, when is this thing going to wrap up? I can't wait to get out of here. (laughs) No, no, no. I love it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, we've had that before too.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, before I, you know, just butchered my words there a few minutes, <laughs> a few seconds ago. Um, my district, you know, Elk Grove Unified, it was the first one to shut down in March, and I mean, that's right. My, my coworkers and I were like, "Here we go, Elk Grove Unified." Okay, whatever. Like, you know, just because it's just such a huge district, and we understand yeah. why they make the decisions. We weren't trying to like undermine them or make fun of them we were just like oh great you know because we were the first (laughs) one and when i feel like i was reading all across the news like we got some flack for it like our superintendent got flack for it like we got kind of trash talked like what are they doing shutting down i literally thought that it would go back within like a week or two i was like there's not a couple weeks oh it went six weeks went by and nothing like, like no distance learning, nothing. We were just kind of sitting around waiting, like, what, what's going on? What are we doing? So <laughs> never in a million years did I think that even now, you know, almost a year later, we still haven't seen our kids. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: It's yeah, unbelievable.
1: It's, it really is. It's, it's a
0: new way of living. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right now.
1: It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, not at all. Well, I mean, even, <laughs> even as far as our, as far as our podcast, we were, I think with the the last night that we recorded um, yeah. there was a lot of stuff that was up in the air and I know Deb as a um, assistant athletic director was dealing with Sheldon's basketball playoffs and all of that. And we're like, well, let's just record this one. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes from here and maybe we'll, we'll reconvene in a couple of weeks. And then now I, you know, eight o'clock hits and I walk to our office and I sit down and I'm like, well, it's time for a podcast. Like that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the part that I think I hate the most. Um, and this, this thought hit me a couple months ago is how normal it's become. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm yeah. sure for you guys too, it's not like a normal morning prior to the pandemic was, yeah, you do your morning routine, you get in your car, you go to work, go to the school, teach your kids, go to practice and then leave and go home. Now it's like, you don't even think about that. You don't think about that way anyway, right? It's like, you just go to your, you know, maybe you go to your car, go to your office, go to your computer and then it's an empty classroom. It's just, it's how normal it's become, how quickly it became normal is weird to me. Yeah,
2: it, it is weird. and And I don't think we'll get back totally ever to what our normal was. I think we're, this will be a part of our lives and we'll have to keep it under control. But yeah, I think you're right. It is. I was thinking this morning, I, this morning was an early morning for me to go to school. Cause I had to, um, I was supposed to be in an IEP at eight o'clock and our classes start at nine. So I was like, God, I got to get up early. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? You used to have to be, you That's used not- to have homeroom starting at like seven forty-five right. before. So you were at school at like six thirty or whatever. Yeah. And this was early. And then I got there and opened the door and I'm like, wow, this room's really cold. Tried <laughs> to turn on the lights. I'm like, we have no power. <laughs> Oh, no. yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm emailing the teacher saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the meeting. I got to go back home and set everything up there. I'm not set up here for class. Right. Right. Yeah. So, got back here, got everything set up and got on with the kids. And they were just laughing. They're so used to rolling with everything now. It's just like, okay. Yeah. All right. What do you want us to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Just our world has changed so much because, you know, when they, the district sent out an email about, okay, this is what we're doing today. We had a whole bunch, like 30 schools with power out today. And I was thinking, that if we were face-to-face, we wouldn't be in school today at all. Right. Yeah. But now that we have Zoom and we're online, it's like, oh yeah, just you know, do the best you can. If your power's out, just post something for the kids. And it's like, okay, why are we doing this? <laughs> right. Right. But it's, we have the ability to do it now. You sure. know, it's like, yeah. if you're in, in snow country, do you still have snow days? Probably not. <laughs> right that's a great point and that's really especially in snow country where like the first snow is a big celebration go out and play in it now yeah. we're going to take that away from kids too and no, oh, I know it's snowing but get uh, in there on your zoom and do your class like now shut it down let them go play that's they <laughs> not have much left you know <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to just yeah cut that. just it's our, sound our normal has our changed
1: schools. You know what I mean yeah, all, yeah. The, <laughs> all the listeners who live in those areas like hey listen to coach smith yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Give them a yeah, snow yeah. day. You'll, you'll start getting all these uh, athletes come down to Carnegie Middle School, coming from like you know deep in the hills, just because they want to wrestle for you for that reason. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I'll have them make some snow day pickets. We'll we'll get them rolling. There you
0: go. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> um, hey, coach, really quick, do you use breakout rooms for over Zoom? Um,
2: I have not used the only thing I've used breakout rooms for is if um, I need to speak to a child one on one. about something like what I love is when parents will email me and say, Hey, is this true? It's like, no, that's not the way it's working, but I'll take care of it tomorrow. I'll put them in a breakout room, talk to them. They're like, great. Never hear from the parent again, get the kid going again. But I haven't used them. Um, mainly because I've found that my teacher friends that are using them, they're like going around to them. They'll get them and half the kids are gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the breakout rooms, yeah. they're you know their screens on, their name is there, but they're not there. Sure. So I've just yeah. kind of been. Yeah. I'm really yeah. trying to do the keep it simple, stupid kind of thing. Right. You know, don't they're overwhelmed enough? It's hard enough. Keep it as basic right. and as simple as possible. Um, yeah. Have some requirements of the kids, but give them a little bit of flexibility so they can they can get it done and be successful within their situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I just try to kind of keep it simple. Yeah.
1: Love it. Yeah, I feel like and I don't know. um, I know we've talked to other teachers about this. I I don't know how you feel about this, coach, but I feel like in some ways, not in not every case, but I feel like over the course of this whole pandemic, one of the cool things that I've seen is that there seems to have been this increase in empathy from both teachers for the students and the families and then vice versa, the parents towards the teachers, which has been a really cool thing. Cause I think other times you hear this, there's you know, like almost like this little battle in certain cases where it's like, Oh, the teacher's not doing enough. Oh. And then you have the teachers talk about the parents, like, well, the parents are doing this. It's almost like there's, in some cases there's just been increased empathy and understanding of what each side goes through. And it's, you know, it's yeah. interesting. I, I don't know if you felt yeah. that or hopefully you haven't felt the opposite oh, of that. Oh,
2: I, I would absolutely agree. Absolutely. And I, this is another discussion I'd had with the, my principal about, You know, when we come back, people are going to have to learn to let some things go, (laughs) you know, things that we thought were so important before. It's like, you know, now we realize it's just not really all that important and we can let that one go and, and focus on some other things that are more important. But I think you're right. I think that comes from a a new level of empathy that we have for the kids right now and the families and what they're struggling with. And all of that doesn't go away just because the kids come back in the classroom. You know, it's right. still busy lives with a lot of siblings or whatever the case is. It's going to take us time to re- rebuild as a society, as an economy. It's not going to, that's not going away just because the kids walk into our classroom. And I think hopefully we can hold on to that idea and not figure that just because they're back, everything's back to normal. Um, it's not. And we're still going to need to be a little bit more empathetic and keep that going because that's a healthy thing anyway. You know, it, it
1: shouldn't go away. If we realize realized right. it's been successful now and it's helped now, then that shouldn't go away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, yeah. I'm sorry, coach. This is going to drive me nuts. i got to mention this. So this is not a video podcast, but like what we're seeing behind you, there's the wrestler. I don't know why this in my head, I see a dinosaur with, like. you <laughs> know what I'm saying? You know what?
2: That, that's like a psychological test right there. What do you see behind me? And what does that say about you? <laughs> I, that's a great, I don't want to know. That's okay. I shouldn't have brought it up.
1: Let's, Next question. <laughs> I keep I'm looking at this is actually
2: the, uh the proof of a banner that hangs in our wrestling room. Oh, cool. And we do it at the beginning of each season. I give the kids a long list of, uh, of character traits, right? And yeah. they pick out their top five and then I put them in small groups and they narrow that down. And then we vote on like the top 10
1: or whatever to narrow it down. Then those become our, our team values for the year. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah sorry, I just had to point it out. It was, it was trying to drive you nuts. <laughs> you don't see it, Deb? <laughs>
0: no like the wrestlers where?
1: the wrestler's thumb is like the dinosaur's mouth it's that white part like between the wrestler's arms and legs i see like a dinosaur's mouth and then like oh like, yeah
2: like, yeah now i see it now it will never go away thank yeah. you <laughs> no problem oh, i'll no
1: never problem. unsee that <laughs> <laughs> like i said i shouldn't have said anything deb's still struggling with it. that's okay yeah. I'm
0: still, do i have to like tilt my head to the side or
1: no i'm just looking straight no. on that's okay uh, like where the thumb is
2: sticking out on that one hand that's where it's like, like his mouth. like his mouth like the thumb, like the lower part of the jaw. Anyways, we have I'm more trying. important. We're, we're losing everybody right yeah. now.
0: That's everybody. Gonna, oh, wait, wait, wait. I see it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Is
0: eye? No. Yeah, the thumb.
1: Oh, wait.
0: Okay. I see something else now. Just,
1: okay. we we'll say, yeah. Yeah.
0: We're,
1: <laughs> we're good. Next question. Go <laughs> I saw it. I had to get it out. It was driving me nuts. So, um <laughs> I, I feel like we kind of skipped over this a little bit because I think we took it in a different direction, but obviously you're a per, uh, positive coaching alliance trainer. Uh, what have you guys been doing during this whole thing? Like what, how has that, you know, happened? they, um, it, it
2: actually came with a, a change of leadership because Jim Thompson had retired. So they they had a new person oh. that they hired that came in. So that all happened at once. Um, and they, oh, they're damn. doing some virtual workshops. I haven't been a, a part of that. I kind of, um, I get enough zoom in my life right now that sure. that wasn't <laughs> something that I wanted to do, sure. but I will, I mean, my plan is to go back doing those live workshops. I, I love those. I mean, I was, I was very excited to get started with them when I finished my, my master's program and it was better, more fun, more rewarding than I, I could have imagined working with coaches. They're just, you know, those youth, little league softball parents that are just out there coaching. they they're dying for information and how did they want to do it the right way. They really want to benefit kids and serve kids. So um, it's really fun to, to work with them. And I know they're doing a lot of stuff, like their own meetings with trainers and the lead trainers um, during the week. And during the day, I'm I'm always in class when those are going on, but uh, they're still working and keeping it together and trying to like all of us trying to figure out different ways to get this done and keep it going and keep it alive. I think a lot of stuff is just like, keep it going until things get better. So we can
0: carry into my classroom when this is over with. And, and I had to, to
2: to make it work and to make it, uh, um, be successful for the kids. You had to learn some new things that will carry you through and you'll keep using them. So hopefully even with positive coaching Alliance, I think the things that they're doing, you know, those, those virtual workshops, you can get to a lot of programs that you wouldn't get to that maybe you don't have trainers in a small area and and you can get them involved with those virtual workshops so I think it's a great way to go and and to keep that um in line with what you do and they've always had like online
1: classes you can take but they've really built those
2: those courses up as well
1: got it interesting yeah that's um yeah like you like we keep saying everybody's had to adapt and change and be flexible and yeah it's it's a great way to do it yeah
0: yeah I'm not going survival I'm still mode to out, uh, still trying to figure out the dinosaur in the background <laughs> okay, so, uh, well, i'll i'll send you a picture and i'll draw yeah, sorry, the dinosaur
1: i should you know that's fault. my fault i should have known better we've done that and that's not get sidetracked so <laughs> imagination that's it's a good there you go thank you that's that's why he does what he does he's positive right
0: do you you use virtual do you use virtual backgrounds like that for your class like that banner specifically or do you you know what i don't
2: i actually i on zoom in my class
1: numbers from rides and stuff like that so i just i teach from there and then
2: I move around when I do the Friday videos, I move around my room and I've actually, I had a streak where I was going to other teachers rooms and telling the kids the stuff I was stealing out of their rooms. So <laughs> it was took them around the campus. <laughs> I did a couple outside, that's but awesome. yeah, <laughs> I haven't really used the, the virtual oh, backgrounds. That's we yeah, have teachers cool. that'll go through three or four of them in a staff meeting. Oh, I, I get bet. a little oh. like you with the dinosaur. I get a little distracted with the See? four or five virtual <laughs> backgrounds in <at> a meeting. <laughs> <Yeah. There laughs> so you I know go. where
1: you're I have empathy for you right now. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Thank you. <laughs> just take it back I, around.
1: Yeah. I, well, I'm sure there's, there's other teachers or staff members that are thinking the same thing. It's like, that looks like a dinosaur back there. I can tell something. Yeah. Something's going on right yeah. there. I'll
2: try it. I'll, I'll put it up for the next one and we'll find out.
1: Okay, perfect. Then just let me believe it. Okay. So, um, so you, you just mentioned that you have, you have bib numbers of rides, like a, like cycling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't realize that that was a, a hobby of yours. Uh, oh. Not, not,
2: not racing, just riding. And I find like, if I put a, an organized ride on my schedule, it's easier to stick to riding right. and training and pushing yourself. Cause you know, you have like a hundred mile ride or a 72 mile ride around Lake Tahoe sitting in front of you. You don't, you better get ready. <laughs> I actually had a, um, right. The Friday when we went on Thanksgiving break, we get a week off at Thanksgiving. Um, that Friday, I had my first crash, and oh, I basically no. got knocked out. <laughs> oh, no. I did the, you know, like if you watch a UFC fight, and they get knocked out, and they try to get up, and it's not happening, that, that was me on the side oh, of Fair no. Oaks Boulevard. Um, oh, so no. Going, uh, sit back down. You need to sit back down. So uh, I haven't been like, back on handlebars? the bike since that happened was like an over the handlebar situation or it was kind of, yeah, I was getting back up on the sidewalk, going around a car that was coming out of a parking lot and I hit like the little lip and the wheel slid out. So I kind of basically, yeah, went over the handlebars. I don't, I remember all the way up to the point where I actually crashed. I don't remember the actual hitting the pavement, which is probably good. But Yeah. It was
1: fun. (laughs) (laughs) Man.
2: Add that to 2020 if you sure. want to.
1: Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like you kind of
1: shrug your shoulders, like, ah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> What's a, yeah, those are, those are big rides. You said 72 miles. That's a long,
2: yeah, that's Lake Tahoe.
1: That, lake Tahoe? That's, yeah, it's great. It's a, it's beautiful. Oh,
2: I, I, You I, see being in a bike lane on the edge of, you know, over on the, the east side of the lake is just beautiful. The whole ride's beautiful, but, um, and it's a fun place to be for a ride as well afterwards.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like They have that, uh, I think, a Disneyland half marathon or a full marathon. It's not bad. Yeah. The marathon, yeah, running. The, far, it's not, not, uh, the running part not the best, but, you know, you're in a great yeah, place. Deb's yeah. going, yeah, whatever. Running's easy. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> 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 it's all
0: about the scenery. That's why. Exactly. That's why Very much so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Lo- location. I agree. I agree. Location.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, had, I had a question, but I got I got lost with my sidetrack. I can't remember now. Um,
0: with his dinosaur.
1: With the dinosaur yeah. that really threw me off. I thought I was going to bring clarity. It didn't. It just got me more more confused. <laughs> um, so you know, it's interesting. I don't I don't know if this has been the case for you. So obviously, are you guys a are you guys seventh and eighth grade? Or are you guys six, seven, eight? Six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. So there ha- there's not a oh. case where there's a. Like there was not a situation where there were students that you're just, you haven't had, or cause I was thinking if it was like, if you had someone come into the first for like in seventh grade, right. And that was their first experience with middle school. We're kind of getting to the point where you may not have had them like in a classroom, but if you have, if you have six, seventh and eighth graders, like that's not really the case, right? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah.
2: Uh, Well, our, our, our sixth graders have not been in a middle school classroom
1: yet. Because they just came in right. this year, so they have not been. That's but there, true. But there's yeah. still there's still hope that you know by next year that things are a little bit more normal. Um, right. I was the, was the like good thing is years. our, gr- oh, our ahead, group our yeah. group of
2: sixth grader is fairly small, so they they're in classes together a lot because they're not a, they're not like our you know eighth grade classes four hundred and fifty kids. Sure. Our sixth grade class is like one hundred and sixty or something, so it's not a as as big of a group, and they kind of have a core group of teachers that are just sixth grade teachers, yeah, you know, like there's a, a sixth grade history teacher and there's three eighth grade history teachers. So they're a little bit more kind of within the same
1: circle of people. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm, well, maybe that's the case for you, Deb. Do you have, do you have freshmen? In so your I have all,
0: well, you know, usually I have a mix, but this whole year I've had only sophomore and above classes, but it's cool because from, I have kids who I had as freshmen last year. So I do still recognize some kids through my screen. So I'm able to be like, oh, hi, I know you. I know you. Like it's nice because I already yeah. so I already have a connection with some of my kids in my sophomore class because I had them in school as freshmen um a you know a year ago or over right. a year ago. That's, that's
1: huge. Cool. I was gonna say that must be a yeah. huge benefit yeah. when you're trying to connect. Yeah, yeah. Um I feel like I was talking to Coach Horner over at cast and I feel like he was he mentioned that having incoming freshmen was gonna be really difficult. Yeah. You know, you want to, like you said, this whole time, you typically make that connection face to face and they kind of, you know, get used to it, get used to you in that sense. But this time it's like, well, I'm just going to be online with this stranger. That is my teacher, I guess, but I've never, I've
0: never
1: never met this human being, but I guess we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. such a weird thing. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't envy you guys. A lot of respect for what you guys do, but I definitely do not envy your situation. We just,
0: you just we just know what the punch is,
1: right? That sounds like, and you know, I think it. It, in a lot of ways too,
2: we have to realize in this situation we're blessed. We we have our jobs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's yes. that alone right now is a blessing. We have our jobs, which also means that we're interacting with more people than we would be if we were just sitting yeah. home by ourselves all the time. And you know, and yeah. it's it's hard as it is, I I feel lucky that I have the situation that I have, considering what some people are dealing with.
0: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that's one, like you said, like, and I would tell people that too, coach, people come up to me like, oh, like, are you doing okay? I bet distance teaching is hard. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, yeah, but like, I'm so glad I have a job still. Like, you have no idea. Like, that's why I'm already bubbly and whatever. And I act like I've had a thousand cups of coffee when I'm talking to my class, but I'm just like more so excited just because I just, in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, I have this job. Like, this is amazing because like you said, right. so many, so many people, whether they're small business owners or, you know, even some state jobs or who whoever they are, so many people have lost their jobs. So, yeah. and it's just, I, I feel very grateful that I still have mine.
2: Yeah. And a lot of people that have theirs or have to put themselves at risk every day to to be out there working, yeah. and exposing themselves, and we're we're not taking on that risk right now either. So yeah, we're we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, hey, coach. We want to make sure yeah. we're respectful of your time, and we do appreciate you uh, stopping by as always. Uh, and we also I just want to say this too, man. We we appreciate your support, your constant support since we've started this whole thing. Um, we always appreciate the the shares, the retweets, the the likes, all that stuff. You've always been a, a huge supporter. Um, of us, we do. Well, appreciate I, I'm a
2: believer in if if you support, if you believe in somebody's work, then you you figure out ways to support it, not just you know leave it hanging out there on its own. It's we're all in the same game of trying to help create a better community for for kids and athletes and and build character and do it the right way. So we have to support each other, and that's the way you grow that that belief system in sports, in school, and in, in your community. You have to support
1: each other and get the word out. Yeah. No, we definitely appreciate it. Um, before we get out of here though, uh, is there, is there a, I don't know, a resource, a book that you've been reading that you would recommend, um, a documentary about sports that you, you really enjoy that would be beneficial for coaches or athletes or all three, if you have something like that, I don't know, putting you (laughs) on the spot, but
2: no, no. Um, you know what? I always tell people if, if you're going to pick something for them to read about coaching, direct them towards wooden, anything wooden, um, Yep. That idea, that pyramid of success and how you build a program and what you focus on and just like take care of the little things and all the big things will happen, right? Focus on the, the fundamentals and how you do things the right way. And his insistence on a high level of character and and the way his athletes acted. I always think of him getting so upset about his basketball players taking shirts. You, they were, people wanted them and it's like, but that's not yours. No, it's 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 a cheap shirt and it's nothing to us, but it's not yours to give away and having that kind of character where yeah i can do this and probably get away with it but that's not the right thing to do sure um i just i'm a big fan of wooden i mean there's a there's tons of good stuff out there but if anybody's asking me one person to read about or read from john wooden's the go-to yep absolutely he's,
1: he's the best for sure yeah. Uh, yeah. coach yeah. where can they where can they follow you your podcast uh all of those things um, you can follow me on
2: Instagram. You can either follow our, our wrestling program is just, um, Carnegie wrestling. The podcast is, I just started Instagram for that, but we're on Apple podcasts. It's called the Scronco podcast, which is the Scots and Broncos put together for Carnegie yeah. and Bella Vista, but it started at a summer practice and it kind of stuck. So, uh, we call right. it the Skronco podcast. Um, and then I'm just on, I'm on Twitter. Um, just Dana Smith on Twitter. Perfect cool cool awesome. deb where can they follow us
0: you guys can follow us on twitter at sports character instagram at character combine facebook we are on youtube i think that's it yes that's it
1: <laughs> i think I think you got it
0: i always <laughs> double check i'm always like is that, is that it
1: we do this every time <laughs> well because we had,
0: we had linkedin in there for a while and then we took it out and then i started saying snapchat and then that never happened so right. we had to remove it things <laughs> yeah so we're,
1: trying, we're trying to keep it simple as you said yeah, coach keep it you simple. can lose track of it after a while there's too many things to try to cover oh yeah way too much <laughs> and like you said we're on we're on zoom enough and all that stuff so let's just keep it simple
0: <laughs> we'll, stick right. it to, we'll stick to what we know
1: so awesome coach well thank you so much again and um be oh my safe. pleasure thank you take care and let's let's hope that we get back to some sports soon yeah, yeah absolutely all right thank you guys appreciate it thanks, thanks coach
2: coach